0: Welcome to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of upmyinfluence.com. We believe that every person has a unique message which can positively impact the world. Now, on this podcast, your host, veteran radio personality Jennifer Longworth, encourages entrepreneurs to share not only their expertise, but their stories and their hearts. You're gonna love this show. You're gonna hear real stories from real people on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. So let's go. It's a little short-sighted to sort of focus on one thing and then kind of
1: move on to the second one. I think, you know, for example, some people are like, oh, well, I just wanna get my kids through college and then I'll focus on retirement later. You know, when we do these projections, we wanna focus on everything that's important to the business owner you know, try to accomplish them simultaneously.
2: This is Jennifer Longworth and today's Thoughtful entrepreneur is David Flores Wilson, CFP and CFA, editor of Planning to Wealth, a financial planning blog focused on strategies and techniques for business owners. His financial guide has appeared on Yahoo Finance, Investopedia, CNBC, Investment News and others. In addition, David is a senior wealth manager at Watts Capital in New York City, where he advises and coaches business owners on the spectrum of financial matters as they progress on their goals and dreams. He's a certified financial planner and holds the Chartered Financial Analyst and Certified College Financial Consultant designation. So welcome to the show, David.
1: Great to be here, Jennifer. Uh, big fan of what, uh, what you're doing and
2: glad to chat with you. Well, thanks for being here. That's a mouthful. Chartered Financial Analyst, Certified Co- College Financial Consultant. What does that mean? What do what are all those letters and words mean? It just
1: means I like to take tests. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went to a lot of col- uh, went to school with a lot of people that continued their you know education in graduate school, and uh, I didn't do that. So the least I could do is is continue my education by taking these you know different certifications to help uh, help my clients.
2: Very good. So what got you into financial investing and blogging and all this stuff?
1: Well, yeah, I took a job out of college in investment banking and you know, I was there for a few years and, uh, you know, like a lot of people that did that, you know, the hours are late and and, and you don't really have much control over your schedule. And so uh, there was this one Tuesday, I was working pretty late, it was probably, you know, 10 or 11 o'clock at night and a colleague comes by and says, hey, you know what, Um, you know, you took one of these tests, these type, you know, CFA tests and can you help me with my 401k allocations? And so, so, instead of doing my work, I, you know, just kind of cast it all aside and uh, rolled up my sleeves and, and uh, you know, a couple hours later, I was like, oh, you know, this is what you should do with your 401k. And yeah, so word got around the office that, you know, I had some, some of this expertise and I started doing financial planning and making investment recommendations, you know, basically as my hobby. And mm-hmm. as I transitioned over a couple of years from, you know, making, you know, from that being my hobby to my full-time career... You know, started working with more entrepreneurs and, you know, essentially entrepreneurs have the most you know dynamic financial situations and there's a lot of complexity. And so, uh, you know, I find it's the way, it's the area where we can add the most value. And so uh, over time, more and more clients became, you know, I've, I've started focusing more on, on entrepreneurs and business owners.
2: Were you always a numbers guy growing up? Uh, yeah,
1: I was always a big dork for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think when I was a kid, I uh, you know I had this comic collection, and I would sort of you know I'd order comics and and kind of you know sell them to the the kids in the neighborhood, and and find sort of the arbitrage between the different comic book stores, and you know which one had the lowest price, I could you know I could buy it from there, and then sell it to the other store, and so um, oh. So yeah, it, oh. it, it was it was no uh no surprise I kinda ended up in this business, although you know, I, I didn't know it, of course, as a kid.
2: Right, right. Well, that's very cool though. Hmm, <laughs> work in the comic book circuit. <laughs> I like it.
1: As we work now, I think it's um essentially being a you know, a strategy partner, right, for for our clients who are entrepreneurs and and you know, just kind of looking at their business issues and personal issues and and you know, making decisions and, and recommendations, I think. You know, for example, there's a there's a serial entrepreneur that we work with that, you know, sold a business and is starting a family and you know, they want to buy, you know, a nice home and go on awesome vacations and, and fund the college education for their newborn. But at the same time, they want to go out and and fund this new business and, and build out a management team and 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 a sales team and invest in technology. And you know, all these different things take money and you know, at the end of the day, we're investigating what's important to them in terms of their values and their goals, and uh, you know, we run the projections and look at the data, and 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 you know, put checklists and systems in place so that you know we don't miss any financial planning opportunities for their family or, or their business, and so that they're able to you know fund that new business without putting the family goals at risk or putting their financial independence and independence at risk.
2: So that's kind of what makes a business owner different than just a regular person who wants to, you know, pay attention to the financial planning. Like, oh, my goodness, I have my, you know, a normal person if I hate saying that normal person but you know a normal person it's like all I have to worry about is my personal stuff but all of a sudden you add a business into it and a a business is like a child it's like your baby you know it's like oh I'm starting especially entrepreneurs starting a new one it's like this is my baby I want to nurture it you know just like saving for college for a newborn it's like I I need to nurture my baby so is that kind of what makes a business owner and entrepreneur different than Someone else who might be into financial planning.
1: Yeah, exactly, Jennifer. I think you know, so much of a, a business owner's net worth is tied up in that enterprise, and you know where they should focus on really depends kind of on the life cycle of that business owner. And, and there's just so many different you know, stakeholders that that rely on, on the owner of a business. You know, if there's family goals, and you know they want to do their, uh, you know, take care of their employees and keep their investors happy, and. And maintain uh, great relationships with their suppliers and their customers, and so, you know how you allocate capital across, you know, from you know how much goes in growing the business versus living expenses versus, you know, putting some aside for retirement. You know, very complicated decisions, and you know, as as a business owner progresses, you know, well, you know, should you be taking money out of the business? Should you be diversifying? You know, if that's pr- appropriate, I think that each situation is pretty pretty different, but, um, you know, a lot of times, some of the same principles work, for example, that so much of the business is, t- of the net worth is tied up in the business that, you know, perhaps it makes sense to, to go out and own the real estate that the business operates in. And, you know, that way, if something were to happen to the business uh, with a market downturn, or uh, if they want to retire, they still have that income producing asset. And, you know, they have that sort of level of safety there. And so, you know, and then, if, you know, as as things progress, if there's people that, you know, want to sell the business and get out, you know, sometimes what we focus on is sort of how do we maximize the value of the business in terms of, you know, making the business less reliant on the owner, you know, putting in systems in place, uh, you know, retaining key employees. And that way we can sort of translate that, that net worth into financial freedom because, you know, they're not necessarily the same thing.
2: Right. Right. When I think about financial planning, a lot of times I think of the the end goal, you know, the retirement, the investing to get to retirement and stuff like that. And as entrepreneurs and business owners, it's not like we can just throw money into our 401k. You know, if you are an employee and you get this employer match and everything, it's like, oh, I'm set for retirement because of my 401k. But it's totally different when you're talking about business owners. So what does that look like for us?
1: Yeah. I think that, um, you know kind of always goes back to w- what are you focused on in terms of goals and sort of short term and long term and i think that it's a little short sighted to sort of focus on one thing and then kind of move on to the second one i think you know for example some people are like oh well i just want to get my kids through college and then i'll focus on retirement later you know, when we do these projections we want to focus on everything that's important to the business owner you know try to accomplish them simultaneously and i think that you know, it is possible if, you know, you, you save the right amount and, you know, there's a lot of tax benefits, uh, available to business owners. And so, uh, you know, a big part of what we do is just sort of, you know, making people aware of what's out there and, and getting the team on board and say, Hey, you know, what have you thought about, you know, restructuring your business? So that way you can take advantage of this, uh, this technique or, Um, if you have a capital gain, you know, maybe you consider a, you know, a 1031 exchange or an opportunity zone investment. And so, you know, it's it's really just very specific into, you know, what's going on. And I think that, you know, we all go through these different life events and, you know, they're all different. They're all very stressful and, (laughs) and, you know, some of them are happy events and some of them are, are quite the opposite. And I think that if we're doing our job, we, we have a plan in place that, you know, we don't know exactly when, you know, something, you know, wonderful or ha- or bad is going to happen. But uh, we can be ready and, and sort of make the most of it, uh, you know, so that there isn't, you know, disruption to the family or business and or or the finances.
2: So how do you get started when you're like uh, an entrepreneur comes to you and is like, hey, I need help. I don't know what I'm doing. What are the first steps we take?
1: Well, I think it's you know, the first step is, you know, understand what's really important to them, right? So I think that we'd go through sort of a value card exercise, right? So we say, you know, these are 50 different values or, you know, one each on each card. And we would will, you know, those different values, whether that's, um, you know, uh, philanthropy or you know, family and, and whittle down to sort of, okay, what are the five most important things? And then we, you know, f- figure out what their goals are. And then, uh, as we put a plan together, we want to have alignment between okay what are their values, what are their goals and what are they actually doing in terms of financial behaviors and so it 's an iterative process, but uh, it's uh, it, you know it 's one that we can you know, can really find out what 's important to them and, and, and achieve financial freedom if, if we do it right
2: so all of us kind of need to know that anyway you know, what do your priorities lie? They say if you look at your checkbook I mean checkbook. That's so antiquated. But <laughs> we used to say, <laughs> yeah. if you look at your checkbook, you know where your priorities lie. What do we say now? Look at your bank statement, <laughs> <and> look online, <laughs> whatever. Look at your online banking. You know where your priorities really lie. Really? And you're helping people not only uncover that, but then uncover how to best get their finances to work to help them align with what they, they really believe. You know, Maybe their checkbook's not representing what they think.
1: Yeah I think there's this um there's this dirty word that a lot of people are really f- afraid of and it's it's budgeting and I think yeah. that, <laughs> and uh you know I think it's you know people see it as such a drag and it's uh it's uh, you know they dread it really and but I, it's you know budgeting and temp and you know we should find another word for it but it really is an opportunity right and I think the goal should be you know essentially to to know where your money's going before it comes in, right? And mm. so, yeah. and if, if we know, and just to be realistic about, okay, well, you know, we know that we're going to spend X amount every month on frivolous activities and, you know, just be honest with ourselves and and, and budget for that. And so when the money comes in and if we, uh, you know, the, the sort of the ideal is to know where it's going and and that way uh, we can make progress on these these various goals.
2: Yeah, fantastic. So what advice do you have for the thoughtful entrepreneur who is listening?
1: Well, I really emphasize to people to to build a team, right? And I think that, uh, you know, find people that you can trust, that can give you objective advice, and that can work well together. You know, not just your financial advisor, but your CPA, your you know, estate attorney, insurance broker, uh, corporate attorney. Um you know, create a system of checks and balances where they, you know, they bring ideas and strategies and, and those ideas and strategies are evaluated by the other members of the team and, and you all move the business forward.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of folks on this show have mentioned putting the right team around you. Now you have a different type of team than a lot of them are mentioning with all the, the finance people, but it's always important to know that, you you know, a, as entrepreneurs we're growing this business and we think we know how to do everything better than everyone else. And it's like, okay, don't really, I don't know anything at all about accounting or about business law or about all these things. So, well, I mean, how are you finding the team?
1: You know, and again, some members of the team can recommend, uh, you know, other members of the team. And I think that, um, You know, so that, you know, that's a great way to start. A business owner can ask, you know, their, their contacts. And, uh, as well, there's many sort of databases. And, you know, there's an article about this in terms of, uh, on our blog where, you know, how do you evaluate someone? Uh, you know, obviously you you check the references and, and, and you look on the various regulatory databases to see if there's, um, you know, check the reviews and what their online presence looks like. And, you know, essentially to preview the client experience by, you know, having a trial period as well.
2: Now if people want to find you online, find your blog, what's the best way for them to connect?
1: At planningtowealth.com, we have you know, different articles, free content for people uh, for business owners specifically that are uh, on various topics, whether that's you know selling their business or um, you know thinking about buying a home. And uh, if people have questions, they can reach out to the website.
2: Perfect. So planning to wealthcom Thank you so much for joining me today, David.
1: Great to be here, Jennifer. Take care.
2: listening to the thoughtful entrepreneur. This will be my last time hosting with you. So thank you so much for listening over the past year. You can find me beyond this point at bourbonbarrelpodcasting.com The thoughtful entrepreneur will continue with Josh Elledge as your host. So keep tuning in.
0: If you are a thoughtful entrepreneur who would like to be a media celebrity and be on our show, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, please do us a favor. If you like the guest that was just interviewed, would you share this episode on social media and in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill our mission to help create more media celebrities. Make sure to hit subscribe, Binge listen to our previous episodes and we'll send you the next episode automatically. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Revolution.